Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Hey guys, I wanted to pop in to let you know that we are gifting the first 100 people who leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts a dope melanin miles enamel pin. You can wear this pin on your jacket, add it to your backpack, or on your luggage. All you have to do is leave a review and claim your thank you gift at melaninandmiles.com slash pin. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey guys, it's Joy. So this week I actually got to travel to Pittsburgh for the first time and it was for a work trip, but we got to explore different parts of the city. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I actually lived in York, which is like five hours from Pittsburgh. So I had no idea what it was like, but it was actually kind of nostalgic to kind of see like the small town vibes, even though Pittsburgh is a big city. I ate at Promonte Bros, which is like their famous sandwich place. I honestly don't think I liked it as much as I should have just because I didn't eat the meat on the sandwich and that's like the main event. But their sandwiches basically have like meat, french fries, coleslaw, and a bunch of other stuff. So I did like everything else besides the meat. But yeah, that's just how that worked out. And we also ate at a really good taco place. So definitely good food places. And I enjoyed my time in Pittsburgh. Hey guys, this is Janelle checking in and I'm currently on my way to the airport. Um, I recently got back from my summer internship in San Diego, so I only have like the month of August for a true summer vacation and the time to catch up on some of my bucket list travel plans. I may have already said this before, but one major goal or like bucket list plan of mine was to visit all 50 states before 25. So I'm 21 now, so I still have like four years. But for the next two weeks, I'll be going around like the New England area of the U.S. And I'm flying into Boston this morning and I'm going to visit a friend there. Then I'll be going to Connecticut, Rhode Island, then Vermont, then New Hampshire, and finally Maine. So that's my check-in and I'll talk to you guys later. Welcome to our first official episode of the podcast. Today we are going to be discussing finessing travel, getting free trips, and how we've like traveled for free as college students. So welcome. Welcome. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So how have we actually traveled for free? Uh, Joy, you want to go first? Okay. So this is just like, first of all, what are we even talking about? Like people are probably like, you traveling for free 99 out here? And so let me give you some context before we lay out examples. So a lot of these examples have been awarded to us because we have the privilege to be university students in the United States. And I am also a social media influencer, so I can leverage my audience to get free or discounted travel. So take the 
these trips examples and think about how you can use whatever position you are in, whether or not you are a student or an influencer to kind of get discounted travel. And after we give our free travel examples, we are going to give tangible tips on how you can get discounted travel and finesse out here on these flights, hotels, etc, etc. So my first example um, is I'll do one like student related thing. So I actually applied for this conference um, called Empower Her, Empowerful, Empower Her. I cannot remember the name of this conference. (laughs) It does not exist anymore. I think they only did it for like three years, but they basically flew out a bunch of women in business, women students in business to New York City. And we stayed at the Conrad Hotel, which was super nice. Like it's a crazy nice hotel. And we had our flights paid for, we had our hotels paid for, conference paid for. And we basically did a weekend conference. It was October two years ago. And it was really awesome. Um, I actually got sick or like I went out one day and I didn't go to like the second half of the conference just because I didn't feel well. But you know, it was a good time. It was a good time. So that $0 out of pocket. Um, They even had like food there. It was really awesome. So that's like an example of domestic travel. So domestic travel is also easier to get for free. Sometimes your company, if you like work and you do a lot of travel for work, or if there's opportunities for you to travel for work, um, then take those even if it's domestic. And then my example of international travel was actually a collaboration I did with a travel company that is targeting women college students. And that company's called Pink International. And it's run by an amazing woman named Lisette. And I basically reached out to her and said, hey, I have an audience of college students that I think would love to sign up for your trips. Um, Let's collaborate. I'll come on one of your trips. I'll shoot videos, take photos and tag you and share it with my audience and get people to sign up. So that's something you could do even if you're not an influencer. A lot of travel companies, especially those targeted to college students, have like referral programs where like if you go and you get other people to sign up, you might be at like $200 per sign up. And if you get enough sign up, then your trip is paid for. So even that example, even though I leverage my like audience, your audience does not have to be large. Say like you just have a bunch of students at your school, like then use that. Or say you have a bunch of people who love travel that follow you, use that. Like social media, like is a great way to leverage and get discounts, free things, etc. Off to Janelle. <laughs> For sure. So all of my free travel examples come from something academic related, um, whether it's like a symposium or a conference or a scholarship, all of them deal with like school or university somehow. So I had so a lot of like conferences. So I study marine and environmental science. And so like in STEM in general and just like science majors, a lot of those conferences have student travel awards. And some of those awards are like even more convenient because sometimes they even pay you like a stipend, kind of like a food stipend or whatever to like So you do got this paid to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not all of them, but some of them do do that. And so recently I have been to a conference in like Puerto Rico. Um, it was like a, a an oceanography conference. I just went there earlier this year. I was there for like a week and I gave my presentation and I showed up to the stuff I had to show up at. But then like in the other times, like the off times, I had like a week in Puerto Rico and was just like doing stuff there. I've also been to like places in California, like San Diego, LA. I went to San Antonio, Texas and like DC a lot. So like what were those specific things for? Like what what were the names of the conferences? So San Antonio is a good one or the one I went to in San Antonio was good. It's for SACNIS. And so that's like a science conference for like no matter 
what science you're in for minorities, specifically like Native Americans and Hispanics, but like they do accept pretty much all minorities if you apply. So that's really exciting. I'm going this year. This year it's in Hawaii. So that's really fun if you're interested in that um, try to apply. And Cali. So most of my trips for California have been based off of scholarship. So I do have a scholarship through NOAA, which is like government agency that'll like fund students to like go out and do internships at any other NOAA location in the country. And so I wanted to go to San Diego. So that's actually where I am right now. All paid for by NOAA. They like pay us weekly and it's really nice. Wow. And then <laughs> and then I've been to DC on conferences. So I went to like a lot of conferences are in DC. So that's like I've been to like a lot of different places, a lot of different things going on there. And like it's kind of the same, like you're in like the Capitol Hill area and it's just everybody like in a big room. And DC is a really fun. It's my favorite city, actually. So like that's always a great place to be. And cool. then oh, also Portland. Yeah, I went to the ESA conference. That's like the Ecological Society of America conference. And that was in Portland for a week. And they also I'm pretty sure they did pay us as well to go. To, so that was fun. That's gotcha. Weird. So I know if you are a student, like definitely like you need to leverage your time as a student to get travel in. Definitely like also Janelle and I both studied abroad. I studied abroad in Spain for um, four months. And how long were you in Spain, Janelle? Three months, like two to three, three months. months. So like see if your university has scholarships for your flights, for stipends, if there's anything that you can get. Like I know my program literally had like three or four scholarships just like if you agreed to like write some blog posts or something about your time abroad. So if you need money, then apply for those things. And we're also going to get into like if you're not a student, but just like we want to stress to students that like it gets harder once you're out of school <laughs> to get that free yeah, travel. <laughs> for sure. Did you have any uh, tips for like applying to these conferences? Because like sometimes not everyone gets chosen for that. Yeah, for sure. So if you are a minority, definitely like pull on that card. Like don't <laughs> don't like be super extra with it and just say like these ridiculous stories, but just like be honest because like in STEM, like minorities are kind of and women and minorities are definitely like not always the biggest character in like those fields. So like definitely like pull on that card and like show people like what you have to offer. Uh, if you've done like research in the past, like brag about it. Like this is what the application's for. Like brag about everything that you've done. And like one, if you don't get accepted to like every conference you apply to, at least like one or two will accept you. So definitely apply to like maybe like five or six and like you'll definitely get at least a couple of those. Gotcha. Um, also for those of you who are not students, I have seen a lot of like smaller travel companies and even larger ones, but doing giveaways for like trips for two so like free flights or free like Bali I just saw one I just entered one actually for a free Bali trip for two and I didn't win but it was the account had less than 10,000 followers so when you especially when it's a smaller account you have a much better chance of getting that free trip so and sometimes people just brush off things like that because they're like oh not another like sweepstakes or something but actually those smaller accounts like you have a better chance of winning um you can like check out your competition see who's entering especially if it's like tag us in this or do something and they don't take that much time to enter and if you get a free Bali trip out of that let's believe <laughs> you're gonna try to <laughs> apply to other things um so look out for those make sure you're traveling like small independent travel agents and like small travel companies because they do those contests more often because they're trying to like build brand awareness and when we have like a blog post or show notes that go with this episode we'll try to add some people to follow that we like to follow and also um, if you have a blog or you have 
have like a pop and Instagram account or you're always posting about travel. Like I said before, leverage that when you're working with someone. Maybe it doesn't include you like entering a contest, but maybe you say like, hey, give me a discount on this trip and I will shoot photos or do something in exchange. Like how can you provide value to the company or the person that's hosting that trip? So those are just things to think about um, for free travel. But we wanted to like shift the conversation to like discounted travel just because this is probably what's more accessible to everyone listening, whether you're a student or not. So Janelle's going to tell us like some of her ways she's got yeah. discounted travel. So discount. So one way that she can get super good like discount travel like academically is like apply for those scholarships, like whether your school has them, whether the study abroad program has them apply for those. Um, Like I said before, I studied abroad in Spain for like three months during my freshman year, Um, like during the summer. And like I applied for a scholarship from the program I went through, which was AIFS. And that took off like a big chunk of money that I had to pay for like that program. So that was like super convenient and it's accessible to pretty much all students. You just have to like find that program and like apply for the scholarship. And then another way that you can get discount rewards, whether you're a student or not a student, is to apply or like become a member for like some of these airlines that like offer memberships because you can like build up points and rewards for all of those like flights that you buy and then that will like allow you to use those points later to get like a cheaper flight or a free flight even depending how many points you have and so like I've definitely done that before um when actually when like Joy had so Joy and I used to go to the same like high school lived in the same town and so she moved to Atlanta our senior year or was it senior year junior year something like that yeah senior year Uh, okay senior year of high school and so like I would always go down to like Atlanta to visit her and I had (laughs) and I had like Delta is like the I guess easiest airport to get from BWI to the Atlanta airport I guess so I had been like using Delta rewards and like after so many flights I took down there I actually had like a couple hundred dollars worth of like Delta rewards to like go literally like random places for free so that was nice and I also (laughs) had like similar so don't be afraid to use Southwest okay Southwest Airlines they're changing they have way less direct flights now so I'm actually like considering using a different airline more often but with Southwest especially being a student who traveled from LA to Atlanta all the time or LA to the east coast to like visit friends I would use Southwest Airlines I would get my two free check bags and a free carry-on and a free personal item and I would rack up my points and every year I get about two free flights like completely free and then you pay the tax or something and that's six bucks so I've I've gotten tons of flights for just six dollars so don't sleep on Southwest if you like layovers then they'll be perfect for you because now most of their flights have layovers but back in the day as in like a couple years ago up until now they had tons of direct flights so maybe they're making some changes and they're gonna come back but just check definitely and also Southwest does not surface on Google flight search so when you're searching things on Google flights if you use that when finding flights you have to go to southwest.com and search separately for Southwest flights to come up and I always wondered why maybe they just didn't like partner with Google flights on that or something but they're dumb for that because they're probably yeah. missing out a lot of bookings because they're not showing up on Google flights for sure I have definitely like not chosen Southwest because I wasn't thinking about it going on Google flights <laughs> yeah like it's like you have to be like intentional like okay Google flights yeah. and then Southwest and like stuff like that like people don't have time for that and now like since they're getting rid of like non-stop flights people don't have time for that either but 
some of my examples of discounted travel, one is a scholarship. So there's a company called Diversity Abroad, and they support minorities in traveling abroad. And I used that scholarship when I went to Brazil. I went to Brazil for three weeks, actually. And we can talk more about that in a different episode. But that experience was awesome. That was the most I ever paid for a flight. Oh my gosh, never again. That flight was about $1,200. And it was because I did a multi-city going from LA to Brazil, then Brazil back to Atlanta. Ugh, my bank account still cries. And yeah, and then like I said, Southwest, I've gotten like $6 flights from them. Okay. I will never um, book a flight that expensive in my life. (laughs) (laughs) What's like the cheapest, like what's like some good deals you've gotten on like Europe flights? I feel like people don't know how accessible it is to like get to Europe or like get to different places. Yeah, I paid pretty much anywhere between like, well, actually, okay, anywhere between like $80 to Uh like $300 only because, well, okay, the $80 $80 flight was def- it was a one-way flight to Iceland but like it was that was like a really good deal for me was that with like, Wild Air <laughs> no it was Iceland Air you know they went out of business Wild Air. oh really I didn't know that and they like abandoned boy in Iceland oh my like, god the whole company just like stopped and like oh my god like, <laughs> yeah we were talking about this at work one day like the whole company just like stopped <laughs> so what happened to those people like <laughs> I mean we're gonna have to do some research check the news and maybe talk about it at a later date yeah. <laughs> because okay yeah yeah we need to get our facts right but yeah apparently they are not a come more but that oh one way flight to Iceland sound pretty attractive hey hey yeah but like probably the most I would have spent on a flight to Europe was like $300 and like I refuse to go oh over my like god what when I flew to Spain <laughs> okay the first time I flew to Spain I think both times I went to Spain it was like 500 but it's because the dates like usually I have fixed dates for like you study abroad program like my, wow. my boyfriend Brandon when he came to visit me in Spain he spent like two something round trip from New York so yeah if your dates are flexible also- then and wait for that discount yeah for sure and also living like in the northeast flights to europe are like so much cheaper from like new york and like i guess dc and like boston like they're so much cheaper from there than they are from like la or like miami and i don't i guess it's because it's closer i don't know but i got i guess i got lucky with that yeah um okay so let's talk about some resources for just like finding flight so like we said universities like we cannot stress this enough if you're not taking advantage and you love travel what are you doing sis um also google flights um so google flights if you don't know is basically a search engine for flights and you can search your dates or you can leave the dates blank and see what the flight deals are from your city are at that time and you can also track and get like email notifications when a certain flight or your certain itinerary for dates the flight price goes up or down so i'm currently tracking flights for jamaica for december because i'm hosting a group travel trip there and it literally changes from 500 to 900 like every other day and I don't know when I'm gonna book it (laughs) (laughs) yeah Google Flights is probably like my most used option like I don't know I love Google Flights except it does suck that like Southwest and like some other airlines aren't yeah and then there's also so if you don't use like Google Flights there's also like Kayak and Expedia and like I think like Orbit is like another one and it like kind of does the same thing and except it also looks at like besides the flights it looks at like hotel and like rental cars and other things that you may need for your trip so that's really convenient and like I'm always super lucky with kayak because like they always have really good cheap 
things. Expedia is good too. Actually, we just use that to book a trip yeah. to Thailand. Yeah, I love so Expedia good. because if you book it, one, like make sure you have an account. So like I think there's points, but like it takes a lot longer for Expedia points to rack up. But like once you book it, you can get deals on like hotels or if you bundle the flight in the hotel. You just have to price check everything because sometimes it's more, but like sometimes like it'll be like your hotel is free if you book the flight in the hotel or something. And I did that in Europe when I went to Mallorca, Spain, which is an island off of Spain. And I we got like the hotel for so cheap and it was really nice and it was on the water. So like don't sleep on Expedia if you still have like have to do like your whole trip, like flights, hotel. And you can also most flights you have like 24 to 48 hours cancellation with a full refund, which you might not have with like you know some airline websites yeah and then oh so then also there's like newsletters and like things you can sign up for i'm currently well i guess joy is too we're subscribed to pomelo travel which is like yes (laughs) only sign up if you want your wallet to scream because the flight deals (laughs) they said are so good yeah like and like they're like and it's like it's like really good locations for like prices like you just couldn't even imagine like okay wait i'm gonna read some of iceland 342 round trip Guatemala 175 round trip what was the one that you said to like oh you said it was like 70 uh, something yeah it was going to like Turks and Turks and Caicos yeah Turks and Caicos Islands for like 74 dollars but that was just one way so like that's insane that's yeah (laughs) and we booked our Thailand flights thanks to the notification and they were like 400 and some yeah it was like mine was like 490 yeah it was like which is crazy because those flights are usually oh my gosh you could pay like thousands um for it but we got that we yeah. got that ooh, ooh. Exactly. yeah because like the i only- looked at another thing and it was like 500 one way and i was like yikes oh hell <laughs> like the only thing that's kind of like depressing with pomelo is that like it sends you this like insane price but it may not be for like the city that you normally live from so yeah like i guess like our thailand flight like the email was sent for like a flight for like 300 dollars, but it was like for a date and a, like it was like coming from san francisco go and it was like during a date that we wouldn't be able to go so you sometimes have to play around with like the cities and the dates and like you can get like like it was 300 and we got us for like 400 so like it's not that crazy but like sometimes like it can get messy trying to like play around yeah it's like there's a free version and there's a paid version so like i'm on the free i think janelle bore it right um the difference is like the paid version you just get way more emails about flight deals and like yeah so i'm on the free just because i want to give my wallet a break yeah i've also (laughs) I definitely sometimes you get too many emails and you book too many trips and (laughs) what so you you saying you as in as other people it sounds like it's your problem (laughs) I definitely do have that issue I have so many trips like literally lined up now just because of Pomelo and it's ridiculous but anyway (laughs) yeah okay so yeah and there's other newsletters out there that you can check out and we'll have all of these like things linked in the blog um but one last resource I had on here was there's another student resource where you can basically pay for flights on a payment plan. So I've actually never done this, but I've had like my advisors recommend this and it's called STA Travel. And I think all you do is like you find the flight itinerary you want and then you call their like customer service, you prove that you're a student and then they pay for it and then you pay them with a payment plan. They also just have general like flight discounts and sometimes they have cheaper flight rates. So definitely check them out if you are a student. So just any general tips 
tips for discounted travel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just like to close thing off, like some like rapid fire tips. Um, one is to avoid like travel companies slash pre-planned itineraries. One of the reasons is just because they're so expensive because you're basically paying the yeah. travel company or agent on top of paying your flight and your hotel and the activities. And it's just ridiculous. Like I can't even. Yeah. Like I'm doing a New England tour trip this August and literally like to pay a company to like set it up for you it costs triple like what I paid <laughs> just booking it myself so yeah. sometimes it's not worth it to go there. yeah and for international it would be like thousands and you'll be like but the flight there is only 200 and then an Airbnb is only like 500 so you could save literally like thousands if just booking your own because usually yeah. those trips are per person so you're paying for each person mm-hmm. and it's like it's like sis save your money unless you're just like never traveled you're really anxious you don't know how to plan things and you like have the money like i would say like go for it i guess (laughs) yeah go for it but like take the extra time like it's also more fun when you plan it yourself in my opinion yeah it is for sure also sometimes flying to where you want to go i get like flights sometimes aren't necessary depending where you're going but if you're doing like something like local or like you're already at a place and you just want to like travel to like different areas around sometimes taking like a bus or a train is like way easier and cheaper than actually booking a flight especially the bus like i am a proud fan of like greyhound <laughs> i'm a fan of like mega bus um flix bus no shame, no shame. i took a 12 yeah. hour bus from madrid to morocco yeah <laughs> i just i Love literally just ferry. got off a, <laughs> i just got off like a 10 hour or 11 hour bus from san francisco to san diego so that you was, took the bus yeah I did oh my gosh I didn't it know was that like, literally so I to get back I left there at like 11 p.m and then I got back in San Diego at 9 a.m and I like mm-hmm. walked my apartment showered and went to work at like 9 oh my gosh no. <laughs> that's like, I mean yeah I mean the good thing about like overnight things like buses like that you can just like sleep on the bus or sleep on the train and you get oh, to yeah, save definitely yeah <laughs> save, save, you like, can a save your money on, yeah <laughs> save money on that one night and book like an overnight bus train plane whatever Whatever, yeah. and then you don't have to pay for the hotel that night that's definitely like if you're doing like a europe tour or just like city hopping like do that yeah. especially europe because they have like train stuff that exactly yeah okay so, oh yeah um, another tip <laughs> so hotels may not be your best friend probably are not your best friend so definitely airbnbs and hostels um depending on your preference if you want to be in a private space or you want to have your own space we have discount codes for airbnb in the show notes so go check them out <laughs> but what do you prefer like hostels airbnbs or hotels janelle hostels are actually my favorite only because Why? like <laughs> so it does depend so i don't always like to be like in a mixed hostel like literally any just anywhere like i could be like in a random country and sometimes i'll be like uncomfortable in like a mixed like sex hostel and yeah. like you don't really know what's going on but other times like you know if you find the appropriate hostel that's like to your comfort zone it's like a really cool opportunity you can like make friends and like hang out with like locals in the area or like other tourists in the area i don't know it's like a great way to just like find other travelers and like bond and whatnot so yeah 
I've had okay, I've been to good hostels. Like the best hostel I went to was in Amsterdam and it was literally like it was a hotel turned into a hostel and like you got a okay. private bathroom and it was just so nice. And then I stayed it in a different hostel in Portugal and that was like real hostel living and I was just like um, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> like, oh I just I just made me feel like I was like at college. Like when I'm traveling, I wanna feel a little bit little bit nice, like but sometimes <laughs> those hostel prices be hitting different. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> How much like what's the cheapest hostel like per night like rate you've had? Um, I would say like ten dollars. Uh-huh. Versus a hotel that could be like three hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. then Airbnbs are also nice. They are if you are not a hostel person, I definitely suggest Airbnbs. Yes, especially in a group. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can get yeah. them just as cheap sometimes. Yeah. If you're in a group, you're like, hey, we'll all pay each of us are gonna pay fifteen a night. That means we have a budget of this, and then you just set the little things on Airbnb to your Mac budget and you find it. And then yeah. we we were looking for like hostels in Thailand. Like how much like those are so cheap. Oh, I stayed in an Airbnb, Airbnb in Thailand. And it was literally I split it with my ex at the time. <laughs> or now. <laughs> and so it was thirty dollars a night, I believe. So we each paid fifteen each. And it was a very nice like apartment. Like it was like an apartment we stayed in with like a rooftop pool. Like it was super comfortable, like walking distance from everything, or like there was always like a cab downstairs could take somewhere. It was yes. literally like the perfect I support and, like yeah. And like and even like Airbnb is really nice too because most of the time they're like actual like homes. Mm-hmm. So there's like a kitchen. So if you like want to cook one day or something like that, or if you like need to have stuff, like there's stuff like there's stuff there for you to like have like meals and whatnot or whatever. And then yeah. like, private bathrooms and everything. Yeah. When Brandon and I went to he came and visited me in Spain for 10 days. We got an Airbnb. We cooked all our meals except like one or two nights where we ate dinner out. And yeah. like it was great. Like yeah. we got we got comfy. We felt like it was our apartment when it was right. about time, it was yeah, time to leave. That's literally how it happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So but I feel like we'll get more into that later for hostels, Airbnbs, and hotels. <laughs> later episodes. We can get more yeah, into later episodes. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And our last general tip for saving that coin is about like just general transportation like within the city. So we didn't like like get a metro card first of all. Yeah. Like or bus card or whatever the main form of transportation is. Like in Madrid if you're under like a certain age I think it was 26 like a monthly metro card was 20 euros. Meanwhile yeah. in New York it's 128 dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I just, I, just re- I just refreshed my metro card today and ooh, I did not like that. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> no Europe is nice because like the youth age is like really high like it's so much older than it is here so you can get mm-hmm. a pretty good count yeah and like if you're not taking the metro then like figure out what like the travel apps are like not every country uses uber or lyft um lyft i think is like only in the u.s but like if they don't have that like i know in spain they use cabify or my taxi um for getting around and those rates were really cheap um you know just like ask locals like what apps do they use to get around or did they just call a taxi and like figure out what the safest mode is yeah for sure okay well thank you guys for listening i just think it's time to wrap it up Ooh, wrap it up dan <laughs> yes <laughs> so this is our first official episode make sure you go leave a review and we also have a little promo if you leave a review for us where you get a free melanin and miles enamel pin that you put on like your clothes luggage whatever and if you want to get that and get more information 
information on how to get that free pin. You just need to go to melaninandmiles.com slash pin and all the info will be there on how you can claim your pin after leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you guys so much for listening. See ya. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you're subscribed to receive new episodes every Tuesday and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We also love to talk to you guys on social media. So share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram stories tagging at Melanin and Miles to start chatting with us.